Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. All right, Thursday, November 11th, it's Remembrance Day. It's episode 55 of the Flag on the Play. We're here. As some may know, we record a little Wednesday, usually. You know, we're a Wednesday night. Today, it's a Wednesday afternoon, a nooner. So uh, if anything goes down in the night hours, in the wee hours of the morning, sorry, but you're not going to get that analysis. We're here on an afternoon. That afternoon is inspired by a man who he has many talents and one of them is taking a bye week and everybody deserves one. So Owen, how's it going? You know what? It's going good. I'm glad to be back. Um, yeah, I wanted to, I, I, I think you set the table pretty well there. I think I had a really good record. I even did the, I did the, um, the after hours show for the fans that listened to that one. You did. Um, and that was a big episode. And then I think after that, there, I, I was in need of a, I was in need of a rest week, a little bye week. You did do two pods in one uh, night with the yeah. after dark. So you earned yourself some cred. And then you <laughs> said, all right, I need uh, load management. I'm out. Yeah. 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 Respect it. So yeah. he's on vacay, but he's calling in from vacay. So you're earning yourself more credit for another bye week later on. I am. I am. That's what I like I'm to be here. here. Let's go. Adam, he's across from me. How's it going? Pretty good. Um, kind of tired, but you know, ready to get it done. Mm. Some easy board this week, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, when I call into work, I'm tired too. Um, <laughs> Alex, how's it going? He's also a virtual man today. What's up? Yeah, Owen and I are just building up our vacation days here, just doing it, doing it Thank from you. far. So um, it's going good. Glad to have all the boys back. It was a little bit of a turbulent week there, but you know, we're back at it. We got the whole squad here. So it's nice. We're back. We're rolling yeah. and uh, let's get right into it. So everybody knows huge scrap in the NBA nuggets and heat historic rivals. Like when they get together, you know, like fireworks it's going down. Yeah, exactly. So nobody was surprised to see a big fight. And uh, everybody's been eagerly awaiting the analysis on the show because we cornered the market very early on. Owen, Tyler Hero, Alex, Nikola Jokic, both prominently involved. It's been a yeah. big, exhausting day for you boys, I'm sure. Yeah, it's been difficult for sure. Just, you know, like you said, the rivalry that the Heat and the Nuggets have and given how close the game was um for for morris to go do that but uh yeah tyler hero had a big impact there in the in the fight he was doing a lot so it was good yeah it was good did you get did you get a little bit worried there alex when he yeah he came in there yeah i was a little yeah. bit worried when he started uh yapping at Jokic there but uh then then i remembered my guy doesn't really understand anything anyone's saying so i was like it's all good i know jimmy butler was yelling at him a little bit um and so was tyler hero but um, look for, in terms of analysis, um, Jokic doesn't do that. If Morris doesn't give him a cheap shot, um, that was a pretty dirty play, especially, I mean, you're doing it on the MVP, right? We can't forget that one of the best players in the NBA. Um, you know, I think if he did it to LeBron or Katie or Giannis, right. It's, it's, it's just not right. You can't, he could, he could have hurt him pretty bad. So, um, and then all the crap about Morris turning his back. It's like, why would you turn your back? Like, you know, what's coming, like, You'll just absolutely obliterate you. So, um, and you're also going out at Eastern Europeans. So, um, they kind of play basketball over there that way. So, um, Jokic is definitely fiery. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I wish none of that happened, but, um, I, I agree with Jokic doing that because you got to build yourself a reputation. If you can't have guys going at you, you know, bench, bench guys that get garbage time minutes going at you, trying to hurt you or anything. So, um, I, I like Jokic's response for sure. That's big. 
I mean, it can't go with the Eastern Europeans. That's that's a risky nah, move. No. I like everything you said, except if you said if they go at LeBron. If somebody hit LeBron like that, he would have flew into the second row of the crowd. Like he is well, not <laughs> he is not staying around to throw another hit. He's like, Oh my god, I'm out. I'm out three weeks. He's, he's out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. Good point. LeBron wouldn't have gotten up. No, he's yeah. dead for life. They probably yeah, got West still going on. Yeah. Yeah. He would have got Westbrook to uh, go at him or something. Westbrook, yeah. go do your thing, man. That's what we brought you here for. Owen, how'd you feel about the fight? Um, I think Alex makes a good point in that I think after taking a shot like that, Jokic was going to respond. Um, but I think maybe what Morris was trying to do by turning his back was just kind of like he didn't want to engage. He was just trying to like, first of all, yeah, it was a cheap shot by him. That's not, that's a, he was going to foul, right? But that was unnecessary contact and an unnecessarily hard foul. Um, and then I don't know, I think it looks bad because he had his back turned and he kind of blindsided him. And it was, I think, a harder hit than the one he received. So I don't want to, I'm not on with Alex on this. I think it was a good move, but I think it was understandable. I mean, I mean, Tyler Hero, let's be honest here. Tyler Hero was about to knock his head off. So that would have been a nightmare. It would have been Tyler Hero versus the three Jokic brothers. And we all know how that probably would have gone. So, um, so, I mean, it's good that the guys stepped in. And then uh, the other part that I think needs to be acknowledged is Jimmy Butler, like, yelling at him from, like, a mile away. And Jokic is just not even hearing him or, like, acknowledging that he's even yelling at him. And Butler thinks he's, like, really getting into it. It's kind of funny. And then, obviously, meeting in the locker room. There's just so many layers to it. But, uh, yeah, Jokic, I mean, he had to do what he had to do. It was a little bit disproportionate, in my opinion. I like that uh, Jimmy Butler like cornered the market on being like, oh yeah, oh yeah, you're sitting because you don't want to like come near me. Oh yeah, like I got. And Even though he had a chance to do something, did nothing. Yeah, he just gave him a little. Pushed. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, can you go this way? Let's break it up, guys. <laughs> he did like five percent more than Tyler Hero. So shout out to I, Jimmy Butler. I think it was a little cringe the locker room stuff too. I just, I mean, like settle it on the court, whatever, but trying to like go confront people at the locker room. I don't know what I heard now was that Jimmy Mutler wasn't yelling at Jokic. He was yelling at someone else, but all in all, the whole locker room stuff. So cringe. Like you think security is actually going to let you guys fight. Like it's going to be mouse at the palace. Like, I mean, the heat, they're just trying to protect heat culture. It's so cringe. And then I saw a funny tweet um, in the video. You can look at Lowry. He looks like he's like ready to run the offense. Like he doesn't give a shit. He's like, let's keep going. Like, I don't care that Morris <laughs> is down, which would have been so Lowry just like running the offense right away. Like who cares? Let's go. But uh, yeah, it was, it was definitely an interesting, uh, interesting night. Yeah. And uh, not to mention the Jokic brothers putting in the work. So oh, yeah. let's go. Joining Twitter in November 2021, when you click on their profile and it says, join November 2021, no profile picture, so raw. Hey, wow. good, uh, good, pretty good grammar, I'd say. Good, yeah. uh, some good English there, definitely. They just forgot. It's funny because I think they tweeted first, but they forgot to at Morris. So, like, they, like, oh. retweet, they, like, tweeted again, but this time with at Morris. So, I was like, let's go, like, Twitter learning, noobs, learning curve. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Learning curve. <laughs> all right well what a scrap it was adam you're not an nba guy do you have anything to add there uh no but it was cool to watch i like seeing that kind of stuff keeps me interested wow keeps oh. me interested and just and just last thing since there's news always coming in uh the most important voice of all udonis haslam he had to chime in on this mm. breaking news he said and i quote uh i don't think Jokic is a bad guy so let's go okay that's big ups thank you ud with yeah. the stamp of approval. <laughs> um, uh, Odell Beckham, speaking of big names, uh, released by the Browns, cleared waivers. Alex mentioned before the show that he was ready to, or Owen mentioned before the show that he was ready to cause some problems if uh, he ended up on the wrong team. Kind of like a mafia threat. Like, oh, you, you do something to this guy, maybe I'll do something to you. So, yeah. I mean, good the team stayed away. Keep your players safe and all. But uh, Diana Rossini is saying he's choosing between, as we speak, so he could be signed by the time this comes out, but he's choosing between the Packers, the Chiefs, and the Saints. Which one would you pick if you were him? Adam, do you want to go? I feel like the answer is really obvious here, but the Packers for sure. They have the best quarterback, and if you're going to complain about quarterback play, you want to go to the Packers. Why would you ever want to go to the Saints? I they don't see that. 
Trevor Simeon. I mean, that's yeah. I mean the the only fun part about the Saints is the parties in the locker room. So maybe he's just trying to relax a little bit. <laughs> we know he likes to party. Yeah, so. early yeah. vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> doesn't have to go to the playoffs. It all works nah. out nicely. Boat parties. Where would you go on? I would go for the Packers too. I think the I do think though the um, Trevor Simeon um Taysom hill highlight video of just missing throws would be spectacular so some part of me wants him to go to the saints just so we can get that with the everybody hurts music um because i would find it funny but yeah i don't know why that's even on the list i agree with adam i think the most obvious choice would be to would be green bay for sure i think that's kind of a natural fit it would look good and it would look I, good. I think he's only played in like one playoff game for his career so maybe time yeah. to rectify that you're not doing that on kansas city for sure yeah. Alex, where are you going? Yeah, I'd probably, yeah, Packers obviously tier two. Um, I said before the show, if you're going to spend like two, three years in crappy Cleveland, might as well just finish the season out in Green Bay. Like it doesn't matter. And then after that, you can go sign for any big club you want. Um, so I just finish it off. Adam made a good point. Um, I mean, if you're going to play for Aaron Rodgers, not a lot you can complain about. Um, and you have a shot to win. I wouldn't hate the Chiefs either. Like, whatever. Like, go to the Chiefs. They're also decently competitive. If he goes to the Saints, it just shows a lot about his character. I think it's doesn't really care anymore. Just wants to have fun, dance in the locker room. I mean, go to his home hometown and state. So um, it would be a shame if he went there. But I think uh, going to the Packers or even the Chiefs would be really cool. It seems like kind of an Odell move to be like, I'm going to the Saints because they have the best unis. Like what size? <laughs> like, like, I'm gonna be looking drippy on the sidelines. My oh, chain, man. my hair, the white yeah. uni. So I'm gonna go with the Saints. It just Let's you go. know, seems like a materialistic fella. Not kind of matches like his hair, his. the blonde mm-hmm. with the gold helmet. Like it'd go good. Mm-hmm. The uni. So yeah, exactly. Um, rapid fire before we get to picks. Quick storylines here. Sam Newton out six weeks shoulder injury uh i don't think matt rule was crying for argentina when he heard this news all due respect to sam but uh i think this was coming anyway yeah i think uh i think you can throw the season here and for the panthers uh throwing the towel seeing the lottery um even with even with sam Darnold, i don't think they were gonna do much but now that he's out, it's for sure. So they got to go back to the drawing board. And I saw something that they're exploring all options. Uh, like what option? Oh my God. If Cam Newton came back, that'd be crazy, but I don't know. That'd trade be- deadline's over. So yeah, trade <laughs> deadline's over. You guys kind of should have seen that coming, but yeah. It's almost like Tua didn't know when the day was. No, so. no. Yeah. Exactly. Anything on Sam Newton on? Yeah. I don't think the locker room's too broken up about that one, especially Robbie Anderson. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think, uh, I don't think we're going to see any moves with, uh, actual Cam Newton there. I think it's going to be a lot of Walker there. I'm, I'm down saying, for PJ. Know, Let's go. Yeah, I'm down, down for PJ Walker. So I think it'll be, you know, if anything, a slight step down, step down, they're still a pretty bad team and my, he's my guy. So, you know, PJ Washington. Right. Let's okay, go. PJ yeah, Washington. Washington. Yeah. Well, Melo, maybe that's their option yeah. at quarterback. Well, Melo, who knows? Yeah. Um, the jets are going with Mike white. For this week and their upcoming loss to the bills so congratulations to mike adam you were the mike white guy after you coined him the winner of the weekend the sole winner so how are you feeling about your man getting back in the lineup yeah i'm not sure about why you're so confident that they're gonna lose i'm pretty um, confident i mean the bills just lost to the jags you never know well they are the jets and it's a good point adam well <laughs> thank you i like the jets this week personally Wow. Mike White is the goat. He's gonna throw for three fifty and three touchdowns. Wow, let's go! And your yeah, Bills defense is bad. Hmm. Okay, and get well, another jersey like put in the Football Hall of Fame or something. Oh yeah, yeah. let's go <laughs> back to back white back and black. black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, last one, Carson Wentz is adamant on playing this week despite the possibility of missing the birth of his second child. Here's his quote. Um, I could get the call at any minute, but you better bet I'm playing this week. So <laughs> maybe sit this one out, pal. Things are off. yeah, bigger fish to fry. I don't well, know. Yeah. he should have planned that out. You gotta, you know, do the <laughs> stuff so that you're ready in the off season, not during the, not you know, 
everyone knows what I'm talking about. So a little bit better yeah. planning from Wentz next time. Yeah. What do you think he's going to name his kid? Like leather or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> leather Wentz is pretty good. I don't totally. know where you came with that one, but Colt or Buck. Oh like yeah. yeah. Colt yeah. Buck. He yeah. seems like yeah. a definite Carson Jr. type of guy. Oh, like, I can see that too. Like Bison Jr. Wentz. Because <laughs> he played for the North Dakota State Bison. So Dakota, just go for it. Yeah. yeah. Go to Bison Wentz. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, let's do some week 10 picks. Everybody's favorite. Uh last week, Adam four and two. Leader in the clubhouse, Jeez. one is lock of the week with the Patriots minus three and a half. Um, we'll 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 come back to you about this, so just hang tight. Alex was second last week, three and three. One is lock on the Chargers minus one and a half. I was three and three, lost my lock on the Steelers, and Owen was two and four, lost his lock on the Jets. Owen's getting used to bringing up the rear, but since we're officially the midpoint of the season, here's a standings update for everybody. It's almost like we did this last week, but the show got deleted. So we have to do it again. It's almost like that. Um, Adam, you're first, first in the league right now, 27 and 27. Normally the first team in every league is always 500. So congratulations. You're up to the standard six and three on locks though. Pretty good. Yeah, what can I say? I take pride in my locks, so I'm going to keep it rolling there. Stay 500 on the picks, maybe go a little above it, but let's get let's get the locks. Okay, all right. Um, I'm in second, two back, 25 and 29. I'm three and six on locks, though. I've been choking. I think I've lost like four straight. Um, just stop listening to me, really. I don't like the pressure. I'm not built for the lights. I'm like Zach Greinke. Um, Alex, you're coming in third. You're 23 and 31 and three and six on locks. Okay, so I'm the same as you. Let's go. Somehow, Bye. some way. I shouldn't be getting as much shit now anymore since me and Phil are tied. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And uh, fourth place is Owen. 21, 32, and one. Can't forget the big push in there. Um, three, five, and one on locks. So you're not last on locks. Um, we're all pretty bad at this, but Owen, how does it feel? Um, so I took a week off. I had to get centered, refigure, figure some things out. Yeah. yeah, going six for six this week. So it's all good. All right. You haven't had a winning week since week three. So this would be big. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> you could use it. Um, by weeks this week, we're without Cincinnati. We're without the Giants, the Bears, and uh, we're going to miss the Texans this week. Damn it. I might not even watch. That actually sucks because the Giants are a big covering team. Are I've they? been making money off them. Hmm. I haven't. <laughs> Some toxic franchises. Chicago, <laughs> Houston, New York. Cincinnati. Yeah. Four for four. All right. Thursday night football. Ravens. They're six and two, and they're traveling to Miami to take on the Dolphins. The rabid Dolphins fan base who packed the house for their last game against the Texans. Um, Ravens minus seven and a half. What are we thinking here? Owen, do you have a pick here? So I'm going to take in this one, um, I'm going to go with the Ravens minus seven and a half here. Okay. Uh, And you know what? We've said this many times before, but it, it, I, I believe so. Starting a quarterback, is it looking like it's probably going to be Brissett then this year? Yeah. This week? Okay. So, as you've said on the show before, the drop off there isn't enormous. So, I don't really factor that into my decision. But uh, what I'm looking at here is a, you know, a big game for uh, when you look at this for me is really just a story of Lamar Jackson. He's leading the league in pass rating with a clean pocket. He's having the best passing year of his career and he's playing against a Miami defense, which has been pretty bad. So um, I just, I just trust Baltimore a lot more than I trust Miami, even though I do like Brissett a little bit more than maybe most people do. So I'm going to take Baltimore here. That's a respectable pick. I'm going to join you on the Ravens. Uh, I wanted to find a reason to take Miami, but simply I can't. So I'm not going to come with much analysis here. I just don't have a reason. Just give me the Ravens. Adam, what are you thinking? I feel like I've said this before, but I don't think Baltimore is scared of blowing teams out. So I'm taking the Ravens. Okay. 
as a Lamar Jackson fantasy owner, I'm taking the Ravens. Well, good to know. Everybody yep. at home just wrote that down. Adam owns Lamar Jackson in fantasy. Uh, <laughs> Alex, are you making it a clean sweep? Yeah, I'll make it a clean sweep here uh, for yeah, many of the reasons you guys pointed out here. Played kind of a messy game against the Vikings, so I think they're looking to clean up their play a little bit here, um, not make too many errors against the Dolphins. Um, they'll win it for sure, and um, and yeah, should be should be by a touchdown because that Dolphins defense is horrible. I think Lamar is going to run all over them. They're going to run the ball, um, and the wide receivers have definitely come on here in the past few weeks with uh, Hollywood and uh, Bateman. So, yeah, going to take them uh, to cover here. Okay. All right. Everybody takes the Ravens. Now, Sunday morning, I have a feeling this won't be a queen sleep, but we got the Browns at the Patriots, both five and four Patriots minus one and a half. No Nick Chubb for Cleveland. It looks like he's in the COVID protocols. So it's going to go back to Alex's boy, the guy who's, uh, what's his name again? You said Ernest Johnson. Johnson. Yes. Thank you. You said we'd all remember that name. And I just, I <laughs> all right. Slipped. Let's hope that uh, after week 10, you guys will. <laughs> <laughs> it looks that way. Um, what are we thinking here, Alex? Do you want to pick? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to have to go uh, against my boy here, though. Not saying he's not going to have a good game, but um, it, it's a weird one. I, I hate both these teams. I hate the Browns and the Patriots, but like you said, we've got to pick one. So I'm going to go with the Pats. Um, I think, you know, them playing at home, they haven't really played as well at home, I think, this season. So they're, they're probably going to try and clean that up a little bit more. Um, they've won what? Here it is. Yeah, three in a row. So um, the Browns are just – I get that, you know, they played a good game. They don't have Odell, but I, I just don't trust them to do too many good things in a row. And uh, I think the, I think um, Belichick's just going to cook up a game plan to stifle Baker and it's going to be tough playing in that um, New England crowd. And yeah, the Patriots have looked better, I guess, in recent games. So they, sh- they, they should be able to, to, to win this one. Kind of make a statement game since some of their wins haven't been as, you know, like I said previously, the Jets, the Texans, the Panthers. So they, they should they should win this one, have kind of a statement game. I like it. Owen, what do you think in here? I'm liking Cleveland in this one. I think last week was a really good game for them. Um, I know we're all big believers in the Baker cycle, so that scares me a little bit because he was one of the highest-rated quarterbacks last week in all of football. <laughs> so I think I think if this game, you're just betting how long the cycle lasts, if it's a one-game type situation or if he's, he's going to just immediately go to the next step, which is going to be a problem. But uh, I think that, you know, I think he, he legitimately plays. I've been, I, I've been kind of skeptical about this theory, but, I, you know, I think he legitimately plays a lot better with when Odell's not on the field. And I don't know why that is. Um, it might be because he just, you know, feels pressure to throw to him and, and that causes issues with the way he plays football. That might be it. I don't, I don't really understand it because I think Odell is a good receiver. But for whatever reason, he plays better when Odell's not there. He had a great back half of the year last year when Odell wasn't there. And Odell's obviously not there now. So I think he'll continue the play that he had last week, which was really stellar. And um, and in basically pick them, I, I, I like them to, to overcome here and to win this one on the road. I think Owen's back on the Baker train. I think that's the yeah. takeaway. What a ride it's been. It, it really Honestly. has. It's like a grade eight relationship, just yeah. ups and downs. It's Owen yeah. and Baker. And off. Yeah. Some weeks he's yeah. scribbling his name on his binder, Baker. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes throwing darts at his photo on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some days, eh? It depends on the week. You're you're yeah. kind of in tune with the cycle a little bit over there. I am. It's uncanny how accurate it is <laughs> they've been at it for two years too it's kind of impressive yeah. adam you're going to be a tie break here before me go ahead ah uh, this one's hard with with no nick chubb and no cream hunt i think i have to take the paths i think i have to um i don't think mac jones deals with pressure very well so it'll be hard with miles garrett but I think Bill should be able to come up with a game plan to double team that guy all game and they'll hopefully win. That's a hard concept. Double team all game. That's a hard concept. Yeah, and Owen shook his head. <laughs> yeah. I knew Owen was that can happen. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm taking okay. the Browns and I'm jumping on mm-hmm. Owen's side to make it a split room. And the reasons for this is I think both teams play like a run dominant style here. They've both been running it a lot the last three weeks. And while it does scare me because I don't like Baker playing from behind and they could fall behind, I think 
the Patriots' run defense is much worse than the Browns. So I think the Browns stifle the Patriots, slow them down, and uh, the Browns are still well coached. So I'm going to give the Browns some points, and I'm going to. So you're a Dernis Johnson believer. I am. Okay. I am. Love I'm that. Back. I'm in on your boy, Dearnest. Okay. Let's do it. Um, Sunday afternoon, Seattle at Green Bay. Russell Wilson is back for Seattle, it looks like. And uh, it also looks like Aaron Rodgers. Some people this week have called him Karen Rodgers. Not me, not me, but some people <laughs> have done that. Um, he looks like he's going to play for the Packers because if they have to go to Jordan Love again, I think Matt LaFleur will just shoot himself. So uh, the line is Packers minus three and a half, and that is assuming both of them are playing. What do you think in here? Uh, do you want to go at him? Yeah. I don't get why this line is so small. Um, I don't think the Seahawks were good even before Russell Wilson got hurt. So I think it's pretty easy to take the Packers here. Aaron Rodgers coming back. He has something to prove he's going to be. It's going to be a big I told you so game. So I'm taking the Packers. Okay. All right. And uh, for my picks this week, the rest of them, um, I'm going to spite Phillip. I'm, I'm kind of angry at how my picks have turned out. So if you wronged me, look out because I'm coming for you the rest of the season. But this one's kind of like a conundrum. Aaron Rodgers, I kind of hate this guy right now. I'm not going to lie. Huge narcissist, liar, pathological, whatever. And then Russell Wilson. I also hate this guy. He posted this video of him like taking the pins out of his thumb and like a, a wide shot of the Lambeau field and like him and Sierra at the doctor's office. And it's like set to the succession theme song. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like literally I what? hate both of these guys. So I'm, you know what? I'm just going to take uh, Seattle, whatever. I don't care what happens in this game. All right. Interesting. Who, who wants to go? I'll go. Um, I'm going to take Green Bay here. I, I don't, Adam said it's going to be an I told you so game. I don't know. I don't think people are really saying he's bad at football, so I don't know who he's going to be telling. I think it's like kind of a different type of game. Hey, he's proven to <laughs> but, Jordan uh, Love, yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. he's got to prove something. I don't know. He's, got to prove, he's telling something, somebody, somebody yeah. something, I guess, in yeah. this game, maybe. So <laughs> I like I like Green Bay. Uh, I think Russell Wilson I, – I, I really genuinely agree with a lot of what Adam had to say. I think, you know, Russell Wilson might go out. He might put his cast on one more time for pregame warm-ups um, just so the NBC cameras can get a good video shot of him. Or it's probably not even NBC. I don't even know who's going to be at this game. But he'll be there. He'll be, you know, hamming it up. But uh, at the end of the day, I don't think his football team is good enough to, to play against Green Bay, especially with Aaron Rodgers coming off basically what's, for all intents and purposes, kind of like a bye week where he had a lot of time to kind of stew and think about himself and his football team and this matchup that he has coming up. So, um, so yeah, I think it's a bit too many points, and I'm going to take Green Bay here. Or a bit too few points. So I, Something tells me he wasn't thinking about his football team. Yeah. Doing some more made. research, doing mm -hmm. some other stuff. Some more studying, some more slideshows. Yeah. <laughs> some JREs. Yeah, doing it all. <laughs> some good episodes. What are you thinking, Alex? You know what? I was I was thinking Packers here, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Seattle. Um, I like I like Russell Wilson coming back. I feel like he's always playing good at uh, at uh, at Green Bay. I think, or maybe that's just me, but I don't know. I think he's played good games at Green Bay. Um, and I'm thinking this is like a classic Rogers coming off, coming off classic. the COVID. It's going to be, <laughs> no, no, well, for the first time. And then it will be because I'm feeling like, you know, maybe two INTs. Everyone's like, oh, he had the cocoa. We don't know. Something's up. And then, you know what? It turns into a whole tailspin. You know, he should have been vaccinated. Why is he walking? Like, it's going to be, there, there's a lot of stuff going on with this Packers team. I think some distractions. Um, so I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to get blown out by Seattle, but I think it'll be a close game. Just, uh, just, just given with, uh, Rogers coming off the COVID. Yeah. Right. I, I remember I said the word classic once and I got made fun of by you for the like next seven minutes of the podcast. <laughs> What'd you say? Classic. <laughs> I took like, like San Francisco against Seattle and I was like, Oh, this is going to be a classic, like night, this kind of game. And you're like, why are you saying the Carson word classic? Yeah, you said classic Carson Wentz in the Bay. And then the next five minutes of the podcast was just inaudible speaking over each other. So I had to edit most of it. Yeah. I do so, like all right, that. we'll see. Yeah. I like the classic 
Aaron Rodgers coming off COVID. I didn't even factor that into my decisions, but uh, now that I do, I, I'm kind of reconsidering. Yeah, I'm it might scared. be classic because yeah. I mean, who knows if they were even testing him? Mm. Conspiracy. Mm. So you could have said this could be like the second or third time he's had COVID this that, year. That's what I'm saying. The tenth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything's possible with Invermectin, boy. Um, oh, that too. That too. If he's been taking Invermectin and listening to Joe Rogan eating elk meat, who knows what's wrong with him now? Anything could be radioactive. He, yeah, he could be. The football might just pass through him on the snap like <laughs> a ghost. Uh, <laughs> Sunday night football, a big game for Alex's favorite team, the Las Vegas Raiders. They've got a home game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs minus two and a half is the spread on the road. Um, I'm going to continue to not believe in the Chiefs, and I know the Raiders are kind of uh, hanging on by like a shoelace right now, but you know what? I think back and forth, topsy-turvy game, and guess what? For the first time ever, I'm making a prediction right now. This game ends in a tie. I'm predicting it right now, so I'm taking the points. I looked it up. The tie is plus 6,000. So bet that with me. This one ends in a tie. Good stuff. All right. Bold, bold. Um, so I feel like for a game to end in a tie, the kickers need to be having a bad day. I've never seen that from Harrison Bucker. So I'm going to take the Chiefs. I think they can win by three. <laughs> you disproved my tie theory. Okay. All right. Cool. I'm still picking it. Um, Owen, what are you thinking? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, Las Vegas is going to smack the Chiefs this week. Uh, I don't believe it'll be close. I think they'll win by probably close to a touchdown in this game. Um, yeah, Kansas City, They, we already know the story. It's They've played a couple bad teams, and so we kind of maybe think they're a bit better than what they are, but the, Ra- the Raiders are a legit team, and they are going to uh, embarrass the Kansas City Chiefs at home. It's going to be an ugly game. That's music to Alex's ears. I bet he's ready to yeah. do the same. Yeah. Yeah, give me the Raiders here. Um, we already beat the Chiefs last year. I love bringing that up. Um, and they were a very good team last year. They're in complete shambles uh, this year. They're coming to, to Vegas. Um, Derek Carr is playing his, his best football. And this isn't the first team. Uh, this isn't the first time this team has dealt with adversity. They had the Gruden stuff and they responded. The rug stuff was a little, even, uh, maybe even crazier. Um, but they had the week, forget about the game in New York, come back home, refocus. Uh, um, I think uh, the head coach is going to get get the boys uh, f- focused and, and ready to go here against the Chiefs. It's a big divisional game. So um, I'm, I'm definitely going to take the Raiders here. I like it. I love it. Rich Basaccia. Rich Basaccia and Chiefs think they did something beating the Packers with Jordan Love. So they're going to be high on themselves and they're going to get smacked by the Raiders, like Owen said. Wow. I like riding with you guys. This is big. And uh, Monday night football to close it out. Rams seven and two at Niners three and five line is somehow Rams minus three and a half. And uh, Spite Phillip is back because uh, you might remember old episodes of this show. I'd be talking up Kyle Shanahan right now. Genius, you know, always cooks it up. No, you, I've lost too much. Um, the Rams are going to dog walk the 49ers this Monday. So <laughs> I am taking the Rams on the road what are you thinking Owen you want to go yeah so I initially when I saw this I was thinking what you're thinking I'm thinking nail in the coffin for Shanahan bad coach this is like you know this is going to be the straw that killed that broke the camel's back type game but then I thought you know something's fishy about this game something's not right this line is too low you know what I mean it was reminding me a little bit of some other experiences I've had with, with lines that have been deceptively low. And so I'm going to take San Francisco because in a primetime game, it's not going to be a blowout because usually they're not, unless it's the one, the one game I picked, uh, the Colts against the, the Jaguar, or against the Jets. Yeah. Unless it's that one, it's not going to be a blowout. So primetime game, uh, Shanahan's fighting for his job here and San Francisco's playing at home. So I think they'll make something happen. Okay, Probably. I think yeah. that might be the only 49ers better because I think I know what Adam's doing. You know, I was actually on the Rams um, like since yesterday when I saw the spread. And today when I walked in, I like the Rams, but I have too many favorites. 
So I'm taking the Niners. I just feel like this game matters way too much for Kyle Shanahan. And um, I'm kind of a Brandon Ayuk fanboy and a Jimmy Garoppolo fanboy. Kind and of. I feel like <laughs> the Niners at home on Monday night. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> that is classic. <laughs> that actually is classic. Week, yeah. uh, week 17 of 2019, they beat the Seahawks. That was on the road. Seed. That was on the road, yeah. Was it in Seattle? Yes, it was. And <laughs> they're come. one and nine in their last 10 at that great home field advantage you speak of. Let's go. There you go. Alex, <laughs> what are you doing on this one? I'm taking the Rams, and I'm going to lock this bad boy in here. At, okay. uh, what is it? Where were we getting at? Minus three I and love half? my pick. <laughs> Minus three and a half? <laughs> yes. Same well, you can laugh all you want, but I won last week, so. <laughs> um, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to lock this one. They came off a pretty embarrassing uh, uh, loss to the Titans at home. Um, so they, they got to come out here. I think McVay is going to get them ready. Um, the 49ers have looked so bad. Like their wins have been against horrible teams. Anytime they play a good team, they lose. Um, so uh, maybe uh, hopefully Von Miller will be back. It'll cause problems for Jimmy Garoppolo. I've seen nothing about the 49ers to make me like them. And I don't get the whole Shanahan Shanahan's job is on the line. I mean, I feel like it's been on the line this whole season. They had pretty big expectations, and they've been losing games consistently. He has a losing record. So, I mean, if he loses this one, I don't think it makes that big of a difference. Um, and the Rams, there's no way the Rams let this one be close at all because if they somehow manage to lose this, um, that's that's going to be a horrible shot to their uh, possibility of a bye week because going seven and three, they probably have no shot at a bye. So, and they're probably playing for the bye here because and then because if they win, they'll still be uh, in contention for the bye in the playoffs. So, I'm gonna take the Rams. All right. Can okay. I throw in a, a nice little stat check? Go ahead. So in week 10, in the past, I think it was 20 years, week 10 and onwards um, for division games, the game goes under the total 66% of the time. So the record was like 220 to 120 or something like that. So like something crazy. And the underdog covers like 58% of the time. And that's over the past like 20 years. Wow, that's interesting. Big so, start. Like when you play each other already, you know, you tighten up, you know what the other team yeah. is about to do. That's the idea. Okay. So you take the points. Or I, take I like my rounds. 42%. Thanks. <laughs> Let's go. We're riding in the underdog status, Alex. Let's get it, dude. Um, it's best bet of the week, lock of the week. Alex is locking in the Rams on the road. That's right. I'm down with that. Adam, what are you locking in? Of course, you come to me. um what do you mean (laughs) you're the hardest guy for locks man yeah i'm still debating between two that's the thing can i can i let one of you go i hate i hate pod debating adam (laughs) he really takes it down to the last second flip the coin adam yeah choose it owen pick in the meantime and we'll uh okay i'm gonna lock in tennessee uh minus two and a half i like this it's three now or sorry against the saints it's three three Two and a half. I'm giving him two and a half. Bro. Okay. Thank you, Phil. I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I think Tennessee's been arguably the most impressive team in the NFL. They're the only ones over over the last few weeks. I think they're the only ones that haven't kind of had a weird loss that I've seen recently. And uh, Bayard looks like he's a star. He looks like he's a potential defensive player of the year type candidate player. And uh, their defense has been surprisingly impressive um, given – the kind of, you know, the way they kind of started out and some of the expectations they had. And then, you know, they haven't really missed a beat too much. Clearly, I mean, last week they didn't really miss a beat with uh, Derrick Henry out. So I have no reason to take them, to not take them here against a team that uh, is missing their starting quarterback and uh, has been as turbulent as turbulent can be so far this year. So I'm going to take the Titans here, the only team that has kind of stayed steady. So I considered locking that as well because I really like that one. But Sean Payton's pretty good after a loss. But I still love the Titans. That's the only yeah. thing that I saw that would discourage me. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's a great um, pick. I'm co-signing Owen on that one. Love I it. am too. You this is starting to scare me. Please don't co-sign me. Yeah, don't co-sign, <laughs> if I, don't co-sign neither of you. <laughs> Question, Phil. Yeah. If I take the Saints, will you give me three? Because sure. it's at three right now. Okay, fine. Go ahead. I'm I mean, locking the Saints. Why do you need a half? Whatever. Why do you need a half Dude, the, point to the three? Your that's a big half point. Okay, all right. Well, you well take I'm going to take the Saints in this game. 
This line is a little too fishy. This was one of the two I was debating between. This line's fishy. The Titans are coming off three big wins. Um, The Saints have the best run defense in the NFL. So I think they can control the clock this game and take care of business. Yeah, it's a big task to stifle Adrian Peterson, like Owen said. (laughs) Tall order. They didn't really run the ball, though, against the Rams. but They did. Yeah, it's almost like... Tannehill's like a top 10 quarterback. Oh, you knew Owen's Tannehill team was coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> I thought he was just going to do it in his analysis, but okay. We have a head to head. Wait, what was your head. other, what was your other walk? What, what was in contention? Yeah. Your secondary. My honorable mention is the Steelers against Detroit. Okay. All okay. Right. Honorable mention. Yeah, Detroit's winning this game. So it's not going to happen. I don't know about that, but <laughs> um, my lock of the week And I think I'm going to floor you guys with my lock of the week, but I'm taking Carolina plus 10 and a half against Arizona. I looked at some, yeah, I like that. I I looked at some numbers and Carolina's defense the last three weeks has been like unstoppable. They just lose because their quarterback is truly abominable. So if they get anything like a C minus out of PJ Walker this week, they should be able to keep it close. Their defense is really good. And Kyler Murray can't stay healthy. I know he might play this week. He might not play this week, but he's didn't even look like himself the last couple of weeks that he was healthy. Anyway, he just isn't looking right right now. So I'd guess he doesn't play, and I think their defense against Colt McCoy keeps that close. And even if Kyler's in there, I like them to keep it close anyway. They got Gilmore going. They got Brian Burns going. I'm in on the Panthers this week. I'm taking them, and I'm taking the 10.5. You liked that one? Yeah, that's a good pick. Okay. All right. So the lock of the week around the room, Adam – flipped a coin, needed an extra half point, but he settled on taking the Saints. Owen is on the other side. He's taking the Titans. Alex is taking the Rams, and I'm taking the Panthers. I like those for everybody. I'm not going to lie. For everybody. Love it. Yeah. Everybody okay. wins. He, he likes the Saints and the uh, Tennessee bits. I do. One, I'm gonna, they could work both. Yeah, I'll just bet both. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I can lose whatever. I don't care. Well, to be fair, you gave me two and a half and you gave Adam three. So there could, if it's a, if they lose by like half a point, <laughs> yeah. I could win and get a push <laughs> yeah. scenario. So, Phil knows what he's doing. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Let's do the usual stuff. Bozo of the week, genius of the week, no conclusive evidence. Uh, I can go on Bozo of the week. Uh, I'm going with Patrick Mahomes. You hate to pile on a guy, but I saw this video of him talking, and it's from earlier 2020. Don't know if you guys saw this, but he says, quote, I've only been playing quarterback for six years. I literally didn't even understand how to read defenses until midway through 2019. I understood coverages, but how to be able to pick up little tendencies, stuff that Brady and them just know. I was just out there playing football. Um, Listen, this might be, Ah. you know, a little true, but you just bragging and implying like, oh, Brady's only good because of his brain. Like, I'm just doing this off raw talent. I hope you throw more interceptions. And as a matter of fact, Randy Mahomes, remember how I said I was giving you credit and I said I wasn't going to count that interception? I'm counting the interception because your son's a Yep. I'm doing it. You know what this is, Phil? What is it? This is the kid who gets the 95 on the test and then tells everybody he didn't study. He's like, I didn't even study. Like, I did so bad. And then he gets the grade back, it's a 95. So he's Adam, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, (laughs) or like the classic, you're playing video games with your bot and you're like kicking his ass on FIFA or Madden. Uh And he's like, I'm not, I'm not even trying. Come on. Like, you won a Super Bowl, you were just off rot. Like, relax. Yeah, he's like the controller's like slipping out of his hands because he's getting so sweaty playing it. That's such a weak excuse. You got to reach into the bag from like seven years ago to blame your struggles now. Oh, so weak. It's my bozo of the week, Nom. What are you nominating over there, Owen? So I'm also going to go in the direction of the Chiefs. Um, And this, I don't know. I I don't believe you guys, I don't know if you guys mentioned it actually, but um, so the Chiefs played obviously on Sunday against the Packers at home. And Jordan Love was playing in his debut NFL regular season game. And uh, the Kansas City Chiefs 
decided to seat George Mill's parents at the absolute back of the stadium, right up against, right up against the wall. So they were, I don't know, Jordan Love, their son was a dot on the field and uh, the camera like had to like, took like to raise it up and like super zoom it in to get this shot of them because they're way at the back. The video is kind of funny. Um, so Kansas City, like, um, we're, we're not, we need to fix that a little bit maybe because it's a big stadium. I know and I haven't been there, but I've heard stories that it's really big and it's really loud. So maybe reserve like a different section or something because there's only two of them. And I know you want to get all your fans in there. You probably got season ticket holders, but like maybe get them a bit closer just so they can maybe see their son or like be able to like tell who he is on the field because not great planning on their part. And maybe they just paid for their ticket. They didn't have money, in which case like maybe like help them out because that's not great. I'm down with this. We we uh is someone gonna tell him? No, nobody's gonna tell him. You can him. tell no. him. No, no, nobody's did you mention it? It's okay if you did. No, nobody's gonna tell him. <laughs> Just okay. like listen to the pod, like from okay. Well, well, I can yeah. get around to it. I will. No, it's all good. It's on the, it's down <laughs> no, I respect it though, because I'm with you. Like Owens, uh, yeah, that's where you would sit me and Adam. Like if we ask for tickets, like, Hey, go sit up there, like enjoy the sunlight. Also they put them, I didn't say this on the last one, but they put them up in the end zone. Like you can't see anything from there anyway, even if you're yeah. in like the lower bowl, it's the end zone. You can't see the other side of the field. Imagine sitting all the way at the top. So yeah, yeah I'm with yeah, you. Not very good hospitality. No, that's mm-hmm. safe to say. Not good host. Unlike me, I'm a good host. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Alex, what are you throwing in? I have a Um, wild guess. No. So I had to actually switch it up. I'm guessing you guys thought it was going to be Markeith Morris. I thought it was going to be Jimmy Jimmy Butler. Butler. Or Jimmy Butler. Well, I mean, we already kind of talked about that. So definitely honorable mention Bozo. The whole, the entire Heat team is a Bozo to me. But I also, I found a gem today too. Um, My Bozo, my primary Bozo has to go out to Aminata Diallo. Um, so she plays for PSG, um, big soccer club and, um, crazy. I'm sure you boys, yeah, probably heard about it. So she, they were playing champions league and all that stuff. And, um, she decided to go out with some of her teammates, I guess, and a group of masked men attacked them, but group of guys come, they attack you. They start hitting you with metal bars, but it's only one of your teammates. Turns out she got, she got, uh, turned into custody, um, because she hired, the group of masked men to basically like beat the crap out of her teammate. Um, I'm not sure what the reason was maybe because the other teammate was like stealing playing time or they had some other beef. Like I have no idea. So I guess it's not cool to like beat your teammate out for playing time anymore, but you literally have to like physically beat them up um, so that you can take their playing time away. So uh, yeah, she's a bozo because you can't go around like hiring hitmen to beat the crap out of your teammate. Aaron Rodgers is going to step out of his house from quarantine and Jordan Love and the masked men are just going to bang, bang, bang. Get him exactly. a couple times. Yeah, totally. Can't be giving ideas out to everybody like that. That's, that's messed. Yeah, no cap. <laughs> um, I'm going to put my vote in for Aminata. Let's go. Diallo. What are you Likewise. voting for? Wow, double. Nice. Yeah, same here. Whoa, triple. Whoa. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll give one to Phil there because uh, – Pat, Pat's just that's such a weak, lame excuse. Just reaching into the bag, like I said. That's so and it's gonna keep getting progressively worse. Like as the season keeps going on, it's gonna keep getting like, I don't know. He's gonna be like, Well, Jackson's TikToks, like I can't mm-hmm. concentrate because they're so <laughs> annoying. It's gonna be something like yeah. that. So yeah, come on, Pat, you're better. He might hate his whole family. He yeah. really might. Yeah. yeah. His mom's talking about pics. His wife's <laughs> twerking into the camera with Jackson. Bro. Like, oh, it's, just, it's getting really heat for our, for Patrick. So sorry to pile on him. Uh, genius of the week. No, this is a big one, but I'm going to go with Tommy Shepard. He's the GM for the Wizards. And uh, what did he do? He had a team that had Russell Westbrook on it. And he was just like, you know what? I'm not interested in going 36 and 46 every year. So he traded him to the Lakers and he got three professional basketball players back. Kuzma's looking good. Harold's looking like Clippers Harold right now. And uh, KCP, KCP is a professional basketball yeah. player. He signed Dinwiddie. He made good moves. He drafted nicely. Kispert, 
uh, Thea, the Davis Bertons extension is very bad, but we choose to ignore yeah. that. And uh, the Wizards are good. They're seven and three. They're off to a good start. So I'm voting for this guy for just deciding. You know what? Uh, Bradley Beal, you'll be happier without Westbrook. So I'm voting for him. 100%. I agree. Um, I, I personally thought the trade, I mean, what, what could you even get back for Russell Westbrook? But that honestly was a pretty good return. Um, the Lakers just didn't use Harold properly at all last season, which was kind of tough. And that's definitely the Harold we saw in the Clippers. Um, just points machine, rebounding, high energy guy. Um, and I like Kuzma also kind of, kind of, you know, showing the Lakers, hey, you guys, uh, everyone was hating on me. Everything was always my fault. But uh, you know what? I'm actually a pretty good basketball player. So, you know what? I'm not even going to be surprised if Kuzma turns out to like freaking be a bench all star guy um, bench this all-star. year. Yeah, because because um, that's just classic Lakers, man. They've shipped out so many guys that just turn into turn into studs. So I, I'm I'm not going to be surprised if that happens either. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Adam, you can cover your ears here, but especially considering the way Russell Westbrook and the Lakers have been playing, it's making this guy look really smart. It is. He's killing it right now. And uh, I did see Kuzma tweeted hashtag Capital Boys with the Z. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, I still don't like him. Okay. Anyway, um, what are you guys putting in this week? I can go. <clears throat> and I'm, now I'm really scared that somebody's already mentioned this. So don't forgive be. me if it's already been brought up. All right. We'll just let you know off. this time. We won't let yeah. you run the course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure it's a good chance it's already been talked about. But anyways, here we go. So um, Al Michaels, he sat down for an interview. Um, and he was asked... Uh, you know, I don't know how it really came up here, but he, he was asked about his, uh, his, you know, his f- foods that he likes, just his life. Uh, and they got to talking about steak, right? Okay. And he talked about, he's like, I oh, know I'm not a sweet potato guy. I like regular potatoes. I like my steak, blah, blah, blah. They're talking about their food. And then he says, they're like, oh, what do you like with your steaks? And Al Michael says, I like ketchup with my steak oh. on the oh. steak. Uh, he says they want it on the side as kind of a dip. That's the core. Oh, uh, so he likes steak. So that's better than on the steak. It, it was kind of the same thing if we think about it. He's not marinating in ketchup, I guess. Oh. So that's good. <laughs> but he's like sawing off a little tidbit and just dunking it in the ketchup and eating it. Um, Al, dude, I love you, but that's a little bit, a little bit like mm, childish. I don't know. Like, yeah, a little bit childish. That's a little bit kid. That's kid kids menu behavior. Um, maybe upgrade to like a Tabasco sauce or like a peppercorn something, something. Like that. And I don't even HP. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Like an HP. Yeah. So, you know, Al, he's probably at the age where he's not going to care and he's not going to change. He's been dunking his ketchup, his steak and his ketchup for like 30 years now. So, uh, <laughs> you know what? Who am I to say anything? Keep it, keep it going. I'll, uh, I'll probably get some crayons going and they get the like classic Montana's uh, table thing and he's just coloring. <laughs> dipping his steak into the ketchup he also strikes me as a like he'll dip it into the ketchup put it in his mouth and be like it's got some kick to it it's a little spicy (laughs) (laughs) oh and how is that a genius oh because i think it's uh i think it's like a really innovative yeah behavior Mm -hmm. yeah i'm with him there i used my cousin when he was really little um for he's not he's british so um he, uh, when he was a kid, he didn't want to eat uh, chicken. And I have a clear memory of he wouldn't eat the chicken without ketchup. And so I poured him, or his dad poured him some ketchup on the plate. And he just picked up the chicken, put it in his mouth, licked the ketchup off of it, and, oh, man. <laughs> and then put it back out until the ketchup was gone. And then in his British voice, he said, Daddy, can I get some more sauce? And just... <laughs> I just every time I think about ketchup as a side now, I can't get that out of my head. So I had to throw that in there for the people. So like a fun dip. Oh man. Yeah, like the a... sugar in the stick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sauce. Sauce. <laughs> Alex, what are you throwing in? Um, speaking of ketchup, uh, my boy Antonio Conte banned ketchup um from from Tottenham. Among other things, he also banned uh pizza. No more sodas uh, or gravy, or as they call it, brown sauce. 
So I had to, I was like, I don't know what brown sauce is. I'm assuming it's gravy. So um, yeah, he banned that. No more junk food. Um, he did this five years ago at Chelsea and I believe they won the title. They did win the title under him. So um, maybe a little late push from Tottenham here. It doesn't seem likely, maybe a little too, too, a little too late, but he's totally banning it. Um, huge alpha move by uh, Conte. I love it. Um, just letting the boys know no more, uh, no more junk food. You got to start performing here. You're a big club and, um, they've definitely performed, um, ever since then three Oh lost to United and they drew with Everton. So, um, it's, it's working out good. Wow. Antonio laying down the law, laying down the law, love put, he's putting his thumbprint on there for sure. Yeah. I think he pulls up and his first move is like, all right. Uh, like screw the 11 screw like everything else let me see yeah. that menu like, <laughs> what's on here yeah. he's just did you see what lines through he's like oh, no sorry. no no okay go ahead did you see what xavi did at barcelona alex no what did he do something similar he, like he, yeah he brought in like 10 new rules for the squad and it was like you got to be 90 minutes before practice you got to follow a diet uh barcelona didn't find players for some reason earlier so he's bringing back the fines they're not yeah. allowed to go out anymore. Like so many rules. I was gonna. I, I kind of agree with it. I mean, you're a professional. Maybe yeah. maybe not the banning going out. That's a little heat, but everything <laughs> else, I don't mind that. Ninety minutes before, um, and and that sort of stuff. I'm I'm I'm, I'm on board with it. It's a big club. Oh, like he, if you're gonna be a coach, like yeah. My favorite rule was he banned risky activities. So things like eat. scooters, not allowed. Oh, Surfing, let's go. Not allowed. boys are loving him right now as coach probably yeah Yeah. (laughs) my new best friend javi if owen was on barcelona and he's got you got to be 90 minutes early and no going out he's requesting for a transfer within the hour yeah within the hour oh yeah we're going to tell him oh and what's worse playing for tottenham or for barcelona you could survive for for sure yeah Yeah. i'm not a big catch-up guy anyways i don't even put it on anything there you go yeah totally yeah. Um, I'm putting my genius vote down for Al because I literally love Al Michaels and anything he does, I follow. So I'm in on Al. What are you voting for? Phil, what, was your, you elect, Phil? Yeah, what oh, was your elect? What was your What are you voting for? Who did you elect? Oh, I picked uh, the Wizards, Tommy Shepard. Oh, mm. I'm not voting that. Yeah, I'll go Conte. <laughs> yeah, I'll go Conte too. All right, let's go. Uh, I'll toss, I'll toss Phil hint here another one. I like, uh, I totally like how the Wizards are playing. They've been a really nice surprise team. Loving those city jerseys, like I said last pod. So, um, everyone was, oh, Russell Westbrook, this, that. Like, they literally won the trade. So, suck on it. Did they get any picks, Phil? I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe. I think they might have, but maybe, maybe a couple. So, good on, good on them. Great business. So, smart move by Alec to split the vote. It was and give yeah. himself the dub. I respect yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> so the winner for genius of the week is uh, Antonio Conte and the Bozo of the week winner. Alex, you won that too, I think, right? I won that too. This, I think this is the first time I've Who never won. Bozo of the week again? Uh, I mean, not a Diallo, the that's hiring right. hitman on our own freaking teammate. So <laughs> that's messed. Double win for Alex this week. Congratulations. Let's go. Uh, no conclusive evidence time and then we'll uh hit the road no conclusive evidence for me paul rudd was named people magazine's sexiest man alive for 2021 no conclusive evidence paul rudd is not the sexiest man alive in 2021 he's got the you know chocolate chip cookie bod and uh i'm not loving that selection people magazine got it all wrong when they picked blake shelton like 10 years ago and then they just have made a mockery of it ever since this is an award that should just if you win this this is like a prestigious award this should be like the super bowl like mm-hmm. it should just be like pit dicaprio pit dicaprio, DiCaprio. pit pit yeah. dicaprio Dynasties. yeah exactly mm-hmm. they shouldn't be handing it out like halloween can John Legend yeah. won once. John, yeah, that was rock? John Legend was horrible. Yeah, yeah and Paul Rudd. I, I look like Paul. Well, you look like Paul Rudd. Everybody's got fifty percent of Paul, like Paul Rudd. Rudd. He, Alex, kind of has like seventy percent. So like you Paul are Rudd. almost one sexiest man alive this year. Seventy percent. I'll, I'll submit myself next year, and I might get a shot. But yeah. to your to your point, though, I, I think it's um, they just do like 
because he's he's having a movie come out here soon, Ghostbusters. And then I think John Legend had some hot songs coming out that year. I just feel like they do whoever's kind of like in the media, like movies, music. They just put that guy in. Give me someone like maybe I like semi popular because I'm sure there's people way better looking than Paul Rudd right now. Like, like Owen, actual yeah. models. Owen, like Owen, yeah, or Alex, or, or Adam. Who right, who do you yeah. think votes on this? Is it like a Baseball Writers of America type situation? Like totally. Who's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god they just get all the sexiest people to vote like they a player should. selection yeah football hall of fame like yeah the, the vote like tom verducci yeah <laughs> yeah adam do you have a take you want to shoot this week i got none this week okay well think about it and we'll come back to you because i'm not letting that happen that's not tolerable <laughs> um Owen, what are you putting in this week um so i have so this I think uh, the Warriors played the Hawks a couple days ago, or maybe it was yesterday. They did, and Curry had fifty points, and there's a lot of hoopla, hoopla. about a uh, little, a lot of hullabaloo about him scoring fifty points because they kept him in in a blowout. And this is something I've seen it happen again. It's happened multiple times across sports, like including when Lamar Jackson uh, he ran for a few extra yards at the end of a blowout, or yeah, at the end of a game that had already been decided to get some record. And uh, I'm tired of people complaining about this. I think it's stupid. Um, I think if you don't want somebody to have a record for setting performance against you or, or like a career night against you, just like stop them from doing it. But if they're going to, if they're going to go off against you, like they have every right to, to do it. And it's kind of on you. It's not on them. I'm tired of that. So that's a good thing. It's like figure that out. I like that. That's the um, classic, uh, like when the white Sox just killed the twins and then freaking LaRue, uh, La Russa was like complaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. What you got, Alex? Um, so my take, um, I get, I form a lot of takes when I'm driving actually, and this is a driving take um, for my no conclusive. So I think that people, when it's a red light, um, I think that people at the front of the line have a very big responsibility and that it's courtesy that you should be quick out of the gate when the when the light turns green especially when the line is very very long yeah i hate i hate when the when the first car in the front of the line takes like a minute to hit 40 miles an hour like they're just taking their sweet sweet time and no one else in the back even has a chance of making it out like it's red before you even get anything close to the to the light so i think it's it's courtesy um and then, and then when they move slow, only like five cars go back. So I hate it. No conclusive evidence. Um, as first in line, you have a big responsibility to, you know, you got to get quick out of the gate there because everyone else is waiting on you. So it drives me nuts when they take their time. I'll take it a step further. If you're in the first three, you got a big yeah. job. You got to go. Like, I can't take it if you're just like sitting there dilly dallying, twiddling your thumbs on your phone. More so, when I turn off from work to go home, I've got like a two second window to make the next light. It's like bang, bang. If you're not going, then you need to move to the other lane because I'll just sprint right through the back of your car. I'm not missing both lights. So, yeah, I agree. And the other thing is, what goes along hand in hand with this is people sometimes will give like the the car in front of them will go and they'll like give like way too much space in between it. Like it's good to have a safe following distance, but you don't need to have a semi truck following distance. You know what I mean? You can like keep it a little bit closer and then like kind of stretch it out as you're going, you know, it's an adaptive distance. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I I don't know why they have the need to just cruise slowly for the first like hundred meters. It just drives me nuts. I want Alex's all of his no conclusive evidence takes to just be driving based from now on. Oh, I'll cook you up so many. Alex, you you kind of drive like a grandma though. Like I've driven behind you. Oh, I love You're pretty that. Pretty slow. I'm pretty yeah. slow. Hey, kind of yeah. don't want to get a ticket. Yeah, and then there's okay. you driving like 160. So yeah, Adam, not all of us go 70 in a 40. So yeah, Adam drives uh, like a psychopath. Yeah. All right, Adam, you better have come up with a take. Okay. Um, so I'm not an Aaron Rodgers hater, but I listened to his entire interview and there was one quote that stood out to me, even well, though like what you're about to say is probably going to get cut. No, I'm just playing. You think I'm so? No, it'll be okay. <laughs> it's nothing bad. Um, so during his interview, he was talking about how as an unvaccinated player, he has to get tested every day. So he was talking about how he's always walking around the facility 
and how he gets tested every day, but the players who are vaccinated don't get tested every day. So his take was, since I get tested every day, I'm probably the safest player in the facility because you know I don't have COVID. So no conclusive evidence. No, you're not. <laughs> that's it. Karen Rogers, man. What a guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I picked Dr. Seattle. Dr. Rogers is, yeah. will be in the room in any minute. <laughs> oh, my God. What a guy. All right. That'll do for today. Uh, the 55th episode is in the books. I think that made up for a lost episode right there. Totally. That was good enough for two. Yeah, it was good. And once again, if you guys could have heard the 53rd episode, holy oh, cow, it was going to the Sports Broadcasting Hall of Fame, like yeah. honestly. So, I mean, again, yeah. shame you missed it. But any parting no. words from you, Alex? Yeah, like you like you said, uh, kind of lost there. Um, it's kind of like a good, good piece of art. You know, when they uh, freaking 100 years later, they're like, oh, we found some World War II art. Maybe in a couple hundred years, they'll find that pod mm-hmm. and they'll be like, wow this is this is going to the louvre so yeah our former service provider will be able to uh, finally transmit the file and uh (laughs) release the pod yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it'll be like that guy who found that sword off the ocean off the coast of the ocean if you saw that yeah like medieval sword (laughs) i found episode 53 of the flag on the play pretty sick somewhere yeah Yeah. it's deep in the server they're still fishing (laughs) it out they told me they're still working on it oh and what do you have to say um 10 out of 10 you know what i think absence makes the heart grow fonder and i'm you know i'm glad to be back talking with even though i got you know double dose i'm i'm glad to be back it's good to be back it was it was good to have you we're happy you're back i appreciate that adam what do you have to say uh it kind of sucks that we never get to talk about the monday night game so congrats on the steelers win phil Thank you. Okay, you know what? I thought you <laughs> thought that was criticism, and it turned into no, a that's nice. It. That's very nice. Thank yeah. you. It Congrats was. Uh, neither team won that game. Like confident win. Uh, I left feeling much worse about my team, and I think the Bears fans did too. So, yeah, that was nice. Refs good. did good though. Oh, great! Thanks, Tony Crenty. Easy dub. Our twelfth man. Um, ten out of ten episode. <laughs> we'll be back on monday morning it'll be nice it'll be nice to get back in the rhythm you know and uh enjoy the weekend everybody is it when are you guys putting up christmas stuff when do you guys do do you do that this week too early for me i gotta do it in december yeah i'm about the last week in november usually good good yeah can't do it too early oh and you green i don't know i don't know when i'll do it okay well, I haven't thought about it. You, you, yeah, you're more of an in-the-moment type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's a no-decorations no type of guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can never tell what season it is if you go into Adam's house. They're just all the same. It's kind of respect. I like it. Consistency. <laughs> anyway, all right. That'll do for this episode. We'll be back on Monday. Everybody enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the games. Talk to you then.